0: Welcome to Marginalia. I'm Tamar.
1: I'm Aura. Welcome back, y'all. How you guys
0: doing? How's everyone feeling out there? How's this Monday going for you? It's mundane Mondays. This Monday. (laughs) Aura and I have a mic situation, so like, yeah. Bear with us. Bear with (laughs) us as we give you the optimal quality um, audio that you deserve.
1: You know, because sometimes you just have to use what you have. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, it's been a long fucking week, and it it's only Monday. Yes. But even before then, like like from last, like it's just been a long week. How, it's ten o'clock, and it's been a long week on Monday. Facts. But how was your week prior to today? Like, what's been going on? Why are you with trying track? to call me out? You want me to go? Because mine
0: has been boring, kind of. Whatever. or Aura's life is never boring. So, my life <sighs> was excellent before my man's left. <laughs> to be honest Oh, I forgot you. about that. He was here yeah. too. So basically, I returned to Massachusetts. When the fuck did we get back? We drove back Wednesday. That sounds right. From New York to here. From New York. Okay. To, actually, to Boston. He drove me to Boston so I could oh, go he, to the sit show. Oh, yay. It sounds cute, but really what happened is but Shorty- But these niggas the work. But these cities, though, no, <laughs> This nigga was supposed to drive us to Northampton, and I told him- previously that it was a three-hour trip from New York to Northampton, roughly, right? Mm -hmm. So what does, you know, in my mind, when I tell someone it's a three-hour trip, I'm going to tell that, to me, they're calculating at least an extra hour or two to get their shit together, right? (laughs) No, this nigga wants to leave three hours before we're supposed to leave. New York has traffic. There are always delays. And then eventually he was like, okay, I guess, all right, we got to go to Boston because you're going to be late if you don't. I was so, supposed to have a connecting ride from Northampton to Boston. But by the time we would have gotten into Northampton... You would have missed the ride. Yeah. So he had to end up doing like a five-hour trip to Boston. And would he just like stay in Boston and waited for you? No. He went straight from Boston to Northampton and was not happy. He was miserable. Because his whole intention oh, was to go to Northampton, get a hotel, chill. Yeah. I would go to the show, come back.
1: Anyway. He, he should have that. He should have just, just stayed in Boston. But for then I had a class the, the
0: next morning that I didn't even oh, end up going to. Look at that, <laughs> We both messy as fuck. How about that, boo-boo? <laughs> My boo and I are messy, but, you know. Okay, I was just about to say, you could have skipped it, but, we could. You know. I skipped that joint. As soon as we ended up in the hotel, we were at the Hotel Northampton, which is just like, historic, bougie, but tired-ass hotel in Northampton, y'all. And as soon as I woke up, the next morning i was just like i'm not going to do it like nowhere. no nope no
1: not doing that's it that's i felt um that thursday too actually it was just, mm-hmm. i had a class and i was just like you know what no nope. but it's my first absence the entire semester it's so like i'm my good tenth. she's yeah you go to class <laughs>
0: My professor's like, bitch, again? Like, girl, stop. Like, I- I've annoyed all of my professors. Oh, that's okay, though. You know when they're done with you, too. Like, I'm at the point, and this happens to me every semester, mind you, where I have to not prove myself by coming up and showing up to class and being that bitch because I didn't want to put in the energy in the beginning. So, it's a challenge. How was um Sid's concert? Sid was dope. Was Sid good. was sexy. Yeah? I felt like I identify with Sid a little bit. Like, I really get the whole, like... Sad girl, you know, um, like gender queer, um, bad bitch, still your hoe.
1: <laughs> I gotta, you know, I, I, I mean, but
0: sleepy and depressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's about, that's been my week. Yo, it's Damn. been so weird because I'm not even. Well, I don't like saying I'm not the depressed type because um, you know what? What the fuck does that does even that mean? mean? Yeah, exactly. But yeah.
0: Um, Depression is a default in so many capacities. Yo,
1: no, but I'm, I began to the point now where I just I'm like, yo, am I depressed? Like I have to ask myself, and I'm like, I'm like, bitch, if you gotta ask yourself, then you, something then you, is wrong. That's true. Yeah, if you have to ask
0: it. Yeah,
1: you're probably yeah
0: you're but, going there.
1: Um, with me though, it's, it's more I guess it's more of a combination of um, anxiety, mm. like anxiety and loneliness mm-hmm. and. A little confused and shit like that, but um, Mm.
0: yeah. But anyway, but yeah. Um, I I I gotta listen to more Sid though. Like, listen to Sid. Sid is dope. I liked that their show was very like one note. It was just them on stage and like some beautiful lighting. The music was super soothing. I don't know if you've heard. You've heard the Internet. The Internet. That's I only know of. So their solo project, Sid's solo project, is super sexy. It's like similar to the Internet, but even more sexy. If that Mm. makes any sense. Um, And they weren't doing that well. Like, their health has looked visibly poor since they've been on tour. I follow them on Instagram. And they were supposed to have a meet and greet before the show. And my friend Sharita, Sharita Flournoy, who's been on the show, um, paid for the meet and greet. And then it was canceled because they're just like, their health has been shit. shit. They look tired. They look underweight. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. Like, I could see how Sid is touring but, like, not drinking enough water. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and like, and you not for nothing, though. Like, you you go on these tours, and I'm not saying and that. I'm about to say
0: exactly. There are the drugs that, that the are around. Drug- like, 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 alcohol, weed. Not
1: I'm not just saying, like, hard drugs, but just exactly. anything that. And she's surrounded by a lot of niggas. Yeah, anything Mostly that just niggas. dreams you. Exactly. So, like, I don't feel
0: like she has friends who are like, let's do face masks. And, like, after the show, I feel like she's around a bunch of niggas. That's you know, like,
1: she was the, first, the <laughs> first time I think I've ever heard. Yeah, her song was the first song. It was the internet, though, mm. that. That it was a woman singing to a woman, mm-hmm. like that's the first time I
0: heard that. Mm-hmm. So can you I know. say? Can I be weird first? Go ahead. Actually, let me. On no, get excited. Gotta um, be weird. <laughs> okay, I used to fantasize about a female hip hop artist. Like I do this, y'all. I'm just I'm I'm a daydreamer, so I would always fantasize about like what my what my ideal like hip femme but queer presenting hip hop artist would be, and I always envisioned like a Sid. I always envisioned this like. Boyish. Let me look her up because I don't even really know what she looked like. Kind of thin, but well, like, I don't want her. Super fem. Um, I her. I'm pretty certain I pronounce her. Pronouns are she, her. Right. And, but like slaying it, like something undeniably queer, but undeniable because masculine. I was talking to my friend Nasir and we we basically like agreed that masculinity is very easy to perform. It's not hard to perform like a man, mm-hmm. right? To walk like one, to try and have like the ego of one. It's very easy. Very easy work. So like I I love seeing butch queer women, women who 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 just take it on and throw it off so easily. Right. Like in one moment she had that like very boyish swag, and then in another moment she was just being like a tender, you know, like femme talking about her mental health and eating sick. I was just like, this shit is so lit. This is such the future. Like I'm so turned <laughs> on, like, oh my God. Like, it was just dope. You hear that, guys? It's the future. I know a lot of you
1: are not ready for that, but fucking get ready. Okay. Gay shit is the best shit. Oh,
0: you're wearing a bracelet. Yeah, I wear this shit every day. Okay. Every day. Aura got me this Enjoy the Journey (laughs) bracelet. And I, can I tell you, okay, like boo boos aside, I've been meditating.
1: Yes. I've been meditating. I need to get back into it, but that's I've been using
0: any moment of anxiety to meditate. That's basically where I'm starting. So I'm basically focusing a lot on my breathing, y'all, when I feel myself overwhelmed. We were talking about mental health in the past episode, and I've been very diligent in trying to, one, take my medication because I have ADD, which exacerbates a lot of my issues. But um, taking medication is always the number one because it gets you moving and doing, you know, hopefully thinking and feeling the way, the best that you can, but also meditating. So when I've been stressed and going through periods of, like, Confusion. Usually, when I'm getting stressed, I start distracting myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I start finding something to grab onto, whether it's Instagram or whatever. So I've been leaving my phone alone. Mm -hmm. When I'm working, when I need, when I'm doing a task and I've been stopping to meditate, which is, and I've taken, I took yoga for years. I took Bikram yoga, which is some people would be like, that's not really yoga. That shit taught me how to breathe. Right. I'm like, how is it not
1: yoga? You know, everyone
0: has like, this is the right way. No, you do the way that's best for you. (laughs) Um, It taught me to breathe. And one of the techniques they would teach me when we we would do a pose called Savasana, we would when we were laying on the ground in between poses on our backs and it's supposed to be like a dead pose. You're not supposed to have any tension in your body in that pose. And one of the tricks they would always teach us was to release your tongue from the top of your mouth. So mm-hmm. often, when you're stressed, you're holding tension in your actual mouth. So if you can pay attention to whether or not your mouth is tense and release your tongue from the floor, the ceiling, you actually will feel your body start to relax. That's how I usually know when I'm super stressed mm-hmm. the fuck
1: out, and, and um, more so in my jaw though mm-hmm. than my tongue. Your jaw but I, it's will all give connected. A, but like, a lot. yeah, I like. I used to I haven't done this in a while but I remember it was a couple of years ago I was going through a situation and I was stressed day in day out and Mm. I like I would clench my jaws mm. so fucking tightly that it, it would give me headaches. You do hold tension here, yeah. You crack your neck a oh, lot. You, and oh, you, you feel te- that tension? Oh, you telling me that you notice that in me? Yeah, say, yeah, Oh, yeah, I, I do crack yeah, my neck. Yeah, <laughs> I notice
0: everyone's little cracking quir- quirks. So yeah, no, I do. Like
1: I, I'm forever cracking my neck because mm. I'm just like mm, you feel pressure probably. Yeah. To it. So, yeah. but I used to, I used to clench my jaws so fucking tightly that I would catch headaches and then mm-hmm. it wasn't until after that i had the headache that i was just like i right, i need to right. find find something to do to get my mind yes. off whatever um uh it's that but powerful yeah, though it that is. it can give you a headache like, yeah. literally
0: the tension you hold in your body so yeah so just doing that exercise with my feet planted like i'm doing it right now you know what i mean and it's just like mm-hmm. a way of like orienting my body that to this to the present it's very like buddhist and thinking about like zen i also went to this presentation last friday um, talking about Buddhism and Dharma and, like, the tenets of Buddhism and, like, how really the essential thing of Buddhism, like, what makes it um, so important to its followers is it's about being free, radically yeah. free. De- like, demanding your freedom. Like, release attachments yes. to things and, and all that yes. kind of stuff, yeah. and And basically not accepting any situation where you don't, where you're not able to express your freedom and and the way that works is because you want to be so free in your body and your breath and in your movement you want other people to be free because people who aren't free try to they anchor you anchor you mm-hmm. so it's been that's been my meditation and it's been helping it's just really the beginning of the journey but it's been helping me like think through my behaviors like okay why are you staying in bed meditate think about it and now you'll finally have a reason behind this you know this emotion or this reaction because our reactions reveal a lot our reactions and our emotions have a lot of information and we should probably pay more attention to them so that's what i'm learning okay yeah that was the week that's really the highlights of the week i've been trying to get my shit together my week was—I've
1: been—I don't know, like—and I'm also tired because I've been traveling back and forth <laughs> mm-hmm. between here yeah. and New York. The past three weekends, I've been back and forth between here and New tell, York.
0: Tell us more about—I mean, have the—is the project? It's—I mean, up it's with picking this? up. I, yeah, okay. it is like
1: so. But I only so the first weekend I went out there, which was three weekends ago, I went to basically just cement. My subjects, so okay. I, you know, I, I had I met up with my homegirl. She's gonna help Listen me to do this, this producer shit. Like you know, I had meetings and um, yes. well, cause we ha- it was it was more on a personal note, cause she and right. I had a falling out over the
0: summer and um, very artist, very film world though. You know, right. You know. So
1: uh, basically, I we went out for lunch and I just <laughs> I, I was just basically on some bitch. You doing this or not? Cause right. if you are not, if you feeling funny, if you feeling some kind of way, let me know and I'll just move on. Right. But don't tell me you're gonna do something and then you can don't you do imagine it.
0: this business meeting with Or? <laughs> Listen, bitch, like. I already told you with like either you're in or you're out. You well, can't say no to you. You can say no, just say no now.
1: <laughs> but you can always say but no to me. No, and she didn't. She said she got me and, and she, you know, she's she's been holding true to her word. I believe that she will. Mm. It's just, you know, when you have personal shit. Right. I always say you know, like and every time I hear myself talking back, I'd be like, yo, you can't you said you know like every other sentence. But anyway. You do know. <laughs> anyway, yes. She, you know, she would it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the following weekend, which was last weekend, um, I started filming her. Like, I-, I just went out for some B-rolls. Which mm. is
0: how would you explain B rolls just for people just who don't getting, know it? Like, just action. observational Ob- yeah, footage, yeah, observational yeah. footage of something in action or things happening,
1: right? Because you don't want to just watch a person speak the entire mm-hmm. documentary. So I I did some of that, and what I did realize though is that I'm not as prepared as I thought I mm-hmm. was to start filming. Mm-hmm. So I started working on on that. I mean, like I know what I want the I know what the project is about, and and mm-hmm. I know what I want to focus on and shit like that. But when it came for me to actually try to capture certain moments, Mm. I realized that I had to... I had to do more administrative work, a little oh, yeah. bit more than than I had considered, because I actually kind of did none. I did like a right. documentary proposal, but that was just me right. sharing my ideas. There's nothing that shows you what you need than jumping in it, though. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I did. I was so. just, I'm, I, and I said that I was just like, I'm happy I started recording early because mm-hmm. you know we're supposed to start recording like within the next couple of weeks or so, but I just did it early on because mm-hmm. I wanted to get more comfortable with the technical aspect, mm-hmm. the technical sides of things, and that's my shit. Like I'm confident in the storytelling, like. Mm-hmm. I got the storytelling down packed. Mm-hmm. Like once I have all the footage, I know how to what sound bites I need and mm-hmm. how to organize them. Blah blah blah. But the technical shit, so lighting mm. and exposure, See, that's where I been exposure helpful. and shit. And I don't want to bother you because I know listen, you wish a nigga and shit. Listen,
0: so. fuck him. Listen. If you, <laughs> yeah, right. You said nah, that. Now. Nah, 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 nah. That nigga ain't go nowhere. Listen. <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all, I got a confidence boost. so I'm talking shit, but listen. Yes, bitch. Good. But as I should. Right. Um, no. If you if if you had explicitly said I need you for your services I would have been there. Well next time if we're in New York at the same time I, I probably yeah. will
1: and I, I went to the strip club so mm-hmm. I did go to the strip club with her to get some more B-roll observational footage. It's called Dr. Caves, mm. Gentleman and it's in Patterson New Jersey. Mm. Um I ended up having fun though Like I, I did some filming but really, mm. I, really I did mostly drinking and Th- dancing.
0: That's, <laughs> that's the process though. <laughs> honestly and honestly I was going to say um because I've done a little video, like nothing, <laughs> I think, on this scale in terms of documentary, because I didn't get, I didn't have control of the documentary project that I did over the summer. But the shooting, most of my work has revolved around shooting a bunch of shit and then contextualizing it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you can possibly do that wrong. I think as long as you're capturing things that you want to capture, you'd be surprised at how once you get and in the editing, room, you're the like, oh shit, the thing. story's here. No,
1: seriously. And that was the thing because at like, when I was doing the filming Mm -hmm. like once I felt I was forcing it or doing too much Mm -hmm. I was like bitch just chill chill and that's when you get the best shit
0: honestly every video project I've done was never you have to plan productions you want to know when you want to get in and, and get out especially when you're thinking about future productions for like budget and shit like that and you're gonna master that in time but like it's really just like what it what compels you what do you want to see right. because what you want to see is what's going to be interesting to other people and I guess that's what so. I mean with the
1: writing mm-hmm. like I, like I'm I, I I did okay but when I realized that what I what I mean by I wasn't ready was that I wasn't exactly sure of what I wanted to see because I didn't have like little simple things like have all of my questions <laughs> that I want to or everything that I want to talk about ready because the mm. more I have that Prepared, the more I'll know what I want
0: to see. Right. Like, oh, this would right. work in this shot, or this yeah. would, you know, the like structure that. Structure so. helps, and then you break away. I see what exactly. You mean. Yeah, no, yeah so um, and they're like, I tend to have because I'm thinking more in terms of art. I I always privilege like, okay, this is super conceptual and weird. So we'll just we'll just shoot. We're not going to plan, and we'll we'll figure it out when we get there. But I'm now starting to appreciate having the structure because yeah. although it's nice <laughs> to get in the editing room and not know what you're working with. It's much better to have a plan. I And, and then that's for me. I, yeah, right. I don't want to get into the editing like yeah. Because,
1: and it's a. Then
0: you're just stuck with stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And then it's a project. It's a semester project. And yeah. I also, I'm running out of time. Right. So I need to be sure that I have at right. least as much, more, more than what I need. under You know. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty much my week. Um, Dope. I don't know. I mean, you know. So shit is moving. Some, yes. Some niggas moving. here and there, but whatever. You know,
0: you're like, you're, you you like, know, your love life or your your uh, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, because I don't want to attach love to anything. No, I mean, I got a good but, dick
1: down, but you that got a was good just, yeah. Dick- and I'm yeah. so,
0: first of all, snaps. <laughs> it's dick been good. Down? I got a good dick down, like. She be getting a dick down, like, every two, three months. Facts. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> I'll girl. just be like, you know
1: what? It's about the time you're going to dick me down, and then you're going to
0: go away. And. And God bless that, you know? God bless that arrangement. I've been getting um, very much love from my vibrator. And I'm going to name it. <laughs> I'm going to name it. I feel like we're attached at this point. Um, I don't like sex toys. I didn't think I liked sex toys. But this is like, have you seen that Japanese massager? No. Okay, so this is vibrator that's famous. And it's almost like a ma- it's, I think it's called like a magic wand. But it's, I think it's made in Japan. And it's technically a massager. But I'm going to pull this thing up. But it's like the perfect—no pun intended. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Okay, um, you know why I don't like sex toys though, because you don't need them. No, not even that. Like, cause I, like I need I need the whole package. Because you have a, a Venus and Pisces, and y'all don't y'all literally don't care about the physical realm when it comes to sex. You're trying to like transcend shit. You
1: know? No, that's what I mean though. <laughs> I want all of the physicality, Shay. Like, but you, I but want you the also shit don't talking. Care I want the
0: about just getting off. What do you mean? You, like, I'd be like, so, or do you masturbate? You're like, eh. Oh, well, that's what I'm
1: saying. Because, I, like, first of all, when I, when I play with myself and when I have toys or any kind of masturbation, like, I come entirely too fast. And, like, I, I, like I don't like that. Like, I want the whole, I want for it to draw itself out. Like, right. I want the shit talking. I want to see your face. I want the kissing. I want the sweat. I want the skin to skin. So And I want toys- the nut
0: so i want the (laughs) nut too but i want like it's
1: it's, like i prefer i want the experience i guess i I want the entire experience and not just
0: the nut the nut is that's what i'm saying that's that pisces shit like let's let's go and transcend and like you know (laughs) like let's see how we can open ourselves and (laughs) reach our deepest darkest selves and shit and i'm gonna cuss at you and all this shit and cry Mm. maybe i don't know Mm. um that sounds great oddly i cried can we talk about sex for a second like, I think we are. Okay. Um, <laughs> um Right, and then we're going to get into it. Yeah, then we'll get into it. But I just want to say, like, you know, I'm learning a lot about myself at 31. And one thing I've learned recently is my sexuality is not as explored as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And the depths in which I can go to, have like, it really takes certain partners to bring out. Definitely. A part of yeah. you. Yeah. And I realize I'm far more afraid of vulnerability than I thought. So it's going to be interesting to challenge that because it's fun to have someone you can challenge it with. Some people just reinforce all your insecurities. But that's all I'm going to say. That's all mm. I'm going to say. Um, but first, let me look at this um, this hibachi wand. It's not hibachi. That's food. <laughs> right. I'm just... <laughs> Hold on. I'm I like, swear. hibachi one. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Wait a second. It's like a master. I'm gonna just put in Google Japanese masturbator and see what comes up. Right, Hitachi wand. Oh,
1: Hitachi. Okay, it's that was close Hitachi.
0: to Hibachi. Yeah, <laughs> Hibachi wand. No, y'all. That joint. Oh, that shit looks crazy. So it looks like a I have neck a version m- massager. Of it. It, it is a neck massager, but this oh. shit, you talk about come too fast, bitch. You'll come in like 3.5 seconds with No, this I shit. don't like that. And you see this in like a lot of porn and in like a lot of cam girl stuff because it works so well. I think I'm going to post this on my page yet, but post it, it's shit. pretty, just it so you guys you. can see what it looks like. It's pretty intimidating. It's pretty intimidating. And I'm ho- I'm thinking about our marginalia spotlight and who to highlight. And obviously in the last one, I highlighted Skin Diamond, a uh, porn actress. Um, and I, and a criminal, um, Dorothy Payne. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking to keep along those lines and post more, you know, black female, women of color, criminals,
1: basically, basically
0: revolutionaries. (laughs) Like I, like I want to post radical people and I'm like, maybe Obama, I mean, Michelle Obama. And then that bored me. Yeah. I don't. So y'all, yeah. The people I want to highlight and spotlight are not going to be typical, but the Hitachi band, wand, whatever. Girl, I have a version of it. It's it's a little different. I'll send the name of that one, too. But <laughs> it's dope. It's mm-hmm. dope, y'all. It's been comforting me every night. so Nice. Okay, I just sent you a Tina Turner video. I don't know why. Anyway.
1: <laughs> All right. So, back. Yeah. Well, we were going to maybe touch on like the bet hip-hop awards the bet awards but then wild. we both realized that there's nothing to say
0: and the bet <laughs> hip-hop awards is not the bet awards for those of you who are as equally confused like, as me then. watching <laughs> so. that shit like oh this kind of seems like an odd time for it to be showing and like where's the beyonce and like no one is here i was like damn like they really lost yeah. favor i'm like it's just the hip-hop awards it's where all the ciphers are okay. featured really so the big highlight
1: I, I always was thought Cardi it was B. the same thing though. That's no, still, it's, it's different. So like,
0: there's one just for hip hop, which is like whatever. But, um. Oh, you just texted me? Yeah. I was excited. I sent you Tina Turner. Why didn't I send you the Hitachi? <laughs> Y'all, I'm a little stoked. Long story short, nothing much to say about. No, Cardi, Cardi was great. I didn't like her outfits. I'm sorry. I just thought I would have styled that whole performance differently, and that's just where budget is a factor. It was fantastic. It was cute, but I just think she should have been the only one wearing pink. Anyway, um, Eminem was just on his white male shit. Whatever. I don't think it was really worth talking about. Right.
1: right. I think we should move we on just, to Jada. Yeah. Like Let's talk about Janae real quick.
0: Cause only because can you nothing... give
1: the backstory of Janae? So she she got Janae and her her picky me behavior. No, let me stop. But she got she, she got does have pick me ish.
0: Well, okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> she just I mean, whatever, and no judgment here. It's right. just it's just interesting. But she got she got a tattoo of Big Sean's face. Right. On her, on like her arm the back of her arm. What is this part of the arm called anyway? Like the bicep? Is it is this a bicep? Anyway,
0: the back of tricep?
1: Yeah. The back of the arm above the elbow. She got like a big ass face of um Big
0: Sean and um I do I fuck with that. Yeah, you fuck with Even it. Even if they break up, I don't, I don't know. I kind of fuck with a whole face. It. though? I think I would get a whole face of someone that that will exit. Why not? Well, someone had has me tattooed on, yeah. on them, yeah. But, so that's bitch. different. That's me, bitch. <laughs> that's different. All right. <laughs> I think my, I think my man's man's like my final man's my final you know what? four oh, my man's need to tattoo me on him. See, but
1: you know, I guess this is what it is with me. Why I'm like eh, a little eh, about it because, like, well, I don't know either of them personally, obviously, but like. I feel like they're always in a, in a new. I'm in super in love relationship every yes, two years. They are,
0: they are. But <laughs> I fuck with that because I am too. I'm that and kind I, of it, I, I could right? be that way too, but right. I'm not tattooing your face on it on me. And my thing is like, I think I've just reached this point where I'm just like, fuck it, like. <laughs> In the moment, you, you wanted that fucking b- tattoo, so get a really good You're gonna one. You're going to have
1: a whole boy band. And then have a know? boy
0: band. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Not in a boy band. I just think it has to be someone special, and it really signifies how she feels about him. And that could change. That They might not stay together. But I appreciate, like, ridiculous acts of devotion and uh- love.
1: I guess, I, and you know, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm, I
0: mean, I'm not hating on it. Yeah. I, I don't. I, it is, it is ridiculous. To it's me problematic, me but because um, he didn't do the same. I don't know if he's done anything in equal measure.
1: No, but then see, that's another thing too, though. Like, I don't, I don't believe in the because I did something, you should too,
0: right? Because, or, or not that he should, but I guess like I wonder why she feels. So we're curious about what made her come to that decision. Like, why would you tattoo someone's face on you? Like, how are they that important?
1: I mean, I heard he hung. Number one, I'm I heard he got long. a big dick. Still, he's though, he's tiny.
0: They always have good dicks. Yeah, you short niggas be the short ones with a good be. dick. Even it, listen, I don't know what is something is girth or like they got something. <laughs> I fuck with short niggas, so anyway.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't get a whole face. But then at the same time, like I like I'm also again. I don't know either either of them personally, but from what I hear, Big Sean is like a super, and I see it sometimes, like just a, this super dope positive, just very dope. person He to does be have around. a dope energy, it Period. Seems, Yeah, yeah like, exactly. With his fans,
0: like, when I see him talk to his fans, don't, it's almost like, you know, a lot of people feel like I'm bigger than you. A huge ego. Like, yes, you love me. You get to see me and meet me. But he's these, very never. He's, he's humble. Like like, I mean, he's yeah, like Yeah. And, and they, it, you can see they feel humble because he's humble. Yeah. Everyone's just. Sometimes I'm like, is that your fan or like a manager? Like, who's this random person? I'm like, oh, that's just a fan. But he talks to them and brings them into like even his Insta stories. Like they're just random mm-hmm. friends of his. So that's a so. Dope and, and another, was and that's what I was about to
1: say. So it, it could probably be tied into just him as a person, yeah. not just a, as exactly. my lover. But you just exactly. such a dope person and that i will always love you exactly so in in that sense i kind of get it more mm. but um i don't know I, me personally i'm not getting nobody's face tattooed tatted on me because i that's don't think a, i'll get a face that's a that's much. a love that's a level of worship i'm not ready
0: to yeah. give i might so. put your face on me i'll I put, put your face on me you, you my face on you maybe not your oh, face exactly <laughs> maybe an eye <laughs> see even that i would more you know like oh i'm getting ideas now <laughs> Cause I've been thinking about a tattoo. I'm like, I'd rather put like the women in my life who I love and like change my life than anything else. Probably,
1: but yeah, but a whole face is crazy. Like I would, I would a feature maybe their (laughs) birthstone.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like. she cute or whatever. So, like, I would put her on something.
1: I have, like, an but... ex. I've got the... Well, and it's funny, though, because he he never would explicitly say it was me, but he wouldn't explicitly say it wasn't me either. Like, and So, now, got, who this random woman? No, he got it while we were together. He got a tattoo from his armpit down to his, his thigh of a woman. With my body, my hair, my face, and my tattoo on her—the yeah, tattoo I wanna, that I this have make on me me want to go get a tattoo. I'm, I'm gonna go get a tattoo. I'm gonna get she in the back of my neck. Ooh. I'm just gonna get she. because this book that I read called She by Ryder Haggard. Ooh. And um, yeah, it's yeah, she's a, a matriarch figure. So, mm.
0: but um, and I wrote a whole fucking paper on on that. I've been thinking a lot about words. If I do them, the last person to give me a tattoo was like, "Bitch, if you get a tattoo, please get a big tattoo and stop playing games and like commit." No, you don't have to. What I got the a big fuck tattoo. I get. Right. I want Um, yeah.
1: all right, but yeah. So I mean, but you know, the best of luck to them both. And yeah, and I guess Janae, she looks like she has a really good energy too about her. So yeah, and
0: Twenty Eighty Eight is my shit. Push, that's my shit. That's my homegirl shit. She loved that shit. That's I, mean, my I never shit. listened to it. That's a great album. album. Anyway, right.
1: but yeah, now we can talk about Jerry K because now I wanted to. Like, I didn't want to start right away with dragging men, since we're going to get into that. Because, right. you know, as usual, we're going to drag men, but we're also going to drag white women. But let's yes. start with the men. Yes. So, Jerica, Jerica Carlay, is that how you say her name? Jerrica Carlay? I think Jerica, so. Jer- Young Thug's um, girlfriend, and I hate, or ex-girlfriend, or the fuck. Fiance or whatever. Fiance? Oh, they were, oh, they they were, were engaged, engaged,
0: technically, for a minute. Which so is now you want to give that backstory? So... <laughs> This nigga, Young Thug, who I've been saying is problematic. I've been using him for a lot of examples, actually, when I've been talking about Azealia Banks. So I'm not going to lie. I had a bit of like, I smiled a little bit when this news came out. Obviously, I feel for Jerica, and I'll get into the story. But like, I smiled to see him revealed in the way that he has been in the past um, couple weeks. But basically, the backstory is Young Thug was exposed by his fiance, Jerica Carlay, and she posted an image of um, a text that was sent to him by someone who apparently was her friend uh, or is a friend of hers, was. And she was flirting with him and I think insinuating that she wanted to meet up with him. Obviously like a sexual, and you know... Um, a sexually toned message, mm-hmm. and his response was trash. It was like a very—I don't—I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't know if you're pulling it up, but it was basically something inviting it. It wasn't shutting it down. It was showing that he was open to like a deceit or dishonesty and disloyalty t- towards Jericho. So she posted it, and the alleged side chick's name is Amy Luciani. Amy Sorry. Luciani. Amy okay, Luciani. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. And um. And I believe the rumor has deepened in that he did actually cheat. It yeah. wasn't just the text message. And
1: he it was a she he he had an entirely secret phone that she uh, found. Yeah. So he had a whole separate phone phone and Jerica found it and that's where she that's, saw these messages.
0: So okay, before we even go there, <laughs> um he posted so he posted some trash nigga logic which was like, Why cheat when you concrete? Mm-hmm. He did that, and then he also posted a video talking about,
1: um... All these niggas use my phone. Yeah, like, oh, okay, everybody tell her to forgive me. Give, give me another chance. By, by the way, oh, all some... these
0: niggas use my phone, which, which has nothing to do with the exchange that happened. Between your text yeah, messages like, and hers. <laughs> he was, like, he was just purely trying to deflect and deny the situation. But it couldn't, like, it was so exposed. The evidence and, and the receipts are there. So it almost seemed like, hello, what's wrong with you? So further on, <laughs> Jerrica has been, I guess, like pu- making more public the situation by saying, like, "Oh, you know, I'm single," and like I forgot exactly what the tweet was, but basically she, she was put, saying "I'm she's single." I'm sing- I'm, um, yeah, I'm single, and I'm back on the market, and I'm back on the market, yeah. right? And he was like, "Back on the market, like, are you going to end up dead?" What he he, say? he said
1: he he said back on work. Um, uh, he said back on what market? Bitch gon' die on God. Bitch gon' die on, on God. God. And my, I mean, all right, so we already know. What I kind of wanted to get into a little bit was we already know that men are trash and this is a lot, like, we already, know, mm-hmm. we already know that that's just the culture and that's the behavior that men are used to. I could step out, but you can't or I will kill right. you. My More of my problem with it is a lot of the response from social, because a lot of my problem is mostly usually with social media mm-hmm. users. And <laughs> what was that?
0: <laughs> you smoking? No. What you oh. talking about? I don't
1: do that. So, um. she over here being bad. Anyway, so, the, like, people's response, like, especially women, when they say things like, oh, like, like if my man ain't like this, I don't want him. Right. Like, don't romanticize this kind of nigger that- niggery. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, one thing I would like whenever I see a woman post that, like, oh yeah, my man gotta be crazy or I don't want him. Like you, you must have never had a crazy man because I had one. And sis, sis, you don't want that shit. You do not want that shit. You do not want that shit. And I mean, like crazy. I'm one of my ex boyfriends. Like every time he, he would put his hands on me, and then when I broke up with him, he would try to kill himself, and they'd have to like put him in a psych ward. Like, like that's you don't want that shit. No, you don't. <laughs> There's nothing. Every to time, time I tried to leave him, him yeah. Line. So that that was my biggest problem with it. Like, stop romanticizing that shit. So, um, but yeah, but you could go ahead. What?
0: (laughs) Tomorrow is over here here distracting me. Sorry, y'all. I'm vaping. (laughs) I mean, I'm not vaping. I'm just thinking about it. So, Um, yeah. But go ahead. I ain't shit. (laughs) It's hard out here. Um... My take on this is like niggas ain't shit. Hello. Young Thug is trash. Hello. He talks about this in his music. He glorifies this. He it's always telling when someone we talk about this with Kevin Hart. When someone puts on blast their relationship as this like end all be all, like now you've you've taken me off the market, I'll never look at another person. Why he was talking about how he's not even attracted to sex with women anymore. Like he came Who said up this? Young Thug. Mm-hmm. All this this bullshit that he performed around being this like new type of nigga, right? Like I don't cheat. I got my one woman. Like, no nigga, you were cheating. You were making her into this little tro- this little trophy. Yeah. Right? Like that's how she was presented to you. You you don't value her. A clear indication that you don't value her because you she can die if she's not in service to you in some way and and if you don't feel some sense of ownership, and so like and that's Mm -hmm. the same shit with Kevin Hart. (laughs) Kevin Hart didn't tell didn't say he was gonna kill anybody, but the whole like you're my rib, you're just like you're a piece of me that I own is just the part of this that's just disgusting Mm -hmm. to me. So he's trash. Like it's just a and and he's and he's an example. I saw Young Thug over the summer. There was nothing fantastical about fantastic about his his performance he was pretty boring to be honest with you but he's an example of someone you support because his music is dope yeah but it's violent as fuck like Young Thug just said just threatened to kill his fiance on Twitter did Twitter take him down was he shut down Mm and even because you know what it is and I already know what a lot of
1: people are probably think like oh he was just hes not really gonna do it
0: like, like, bitch, what does it matter <laughs> when someone says you're going to die? Do you think, oh, you're they're, you're not really going to do it and just go about your day? Right. No, you, you tell people that you were threatened. The thing you possibly, is, you might. You might. A nigga might do it. He might do it. Like, <laughs> he actually, he just said he, he's going to do it, to be honest. That's what's crazy. Like, let's stop even thinking. Like, maybe he won't. He literally just said he'll kill her. Mm. And it's nothing. It's nothing. So I'm honestly, like... I feel I feel for Jerrica. I hope she's safe. I hope she, you know, has the type of support that she needs so that she doesn't feel she has to engage with this man because I don't know how her life is. I don't really and that's know. A, and
1: that's what I was about to say. More, more than likely, she'll probably go back. Go back with him. It, it, it's in part. It, and it also goes. It's in part to what I just said before. A lot of women and men romanticize the idea mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? He gonna kill me if I leave him. It, it, so that means he loves me. Kind of you know, yeah. like like he would nah he would right. he would kill me or he would kill for me, right. and so they you kind of, and that's why you have to stop romanticizing that shit because that's not love it's not so, love I because and I know a lot of women who they go back' because of shit like that right because of that that ownership, that sense of like now nah, you know I do kind of belong to him, right, so um, I mean, I'm not I don't know, and if that, that, that feeling she is comforting or isn't. I've yeah. been
0: in positions with abusive partners where that sort of behavior sp- Felt good. And it was because I didn't value myself. I didn't know what it meant to love myself or what it meant to be valued by a man. So that seemed appropriate, right? And exactly. I also was always raised with men who, like, my father is that type of, like, possessive, like, misogynist who is, like, will very clearly, like, threaten someone's life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my father has threatened one of my sisters' lives in front of me if they were to disobey him. And, like, you brush it off even in the moment. Like, oh daddy's being dramatic and right. like he's just being super Guyanese like I you know he'll he would say shit like that and it's nothing it's normalized until you start realizing like how violent it is and yeah. how afraid it made you right so yeah
1: but that yeah, that's something going on with her I haven't I don't know I haven't heard anything any updates not as of yet
0: I haven't heard any updates I think it's just gonna I think the sad part of this is that it's just gonna roll over as like nothing
1: yeah of course it is because
0: be yeah, and 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 a lot of that has to do with the way we as people respond exactly to it, so. and the way we also respond to Black women. Like yeah. we see this as like a normalized thing in our communities, and we can just like overlook when we hear these threats happening to like our our friends and our sisters. And but like I like I just really that's why I I want to emphasize. I hope she has people around her who are protecting yeah. her and helping her out. Right, honestly, same 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 same. Yes.
1: All right, but in, Do we really in, want to talk about this nigga. I mean, in other i was about to say
0: another fucking boy shit. news. And, <laughs> right. Fucking Harvey Weinstein, y'all. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Do we need the backstory on that? Long story short, he's a sexual predator he's and he's been doing predator. it for decades and decades and decades, like most on men decades. in
0: Hollywood have been, well, in any industry, mm-hmm. but especially in Hollywood. Um and most white men. Ma- okay, little backstory. I'm gonna give you all a little backstory. So I had a partner of six years who was a white male, white cis man, and he was a filmmaker, and he was very tied up in like the whole old Hollywood. And he uh, he loved a lot of Harvey Weinstein's productions. Like Harvey Weinstein has produced some of the most beautiful films, to my knowledge, right? So, but this isn't about Harvey Weinstein's talent. I'm just trying to put the magnitude of like filmmakers connections to him or how they revere him in the industry. Um, And he told me a story of a close friend of his, uh, a woman who was sexually harassed by this man. And literally the story and, and no point. Revealed that he tried to do anything for this woman that he tried to hold Weinstein accountable that he tried to help her. He almost fetishized and romanticized the story of like this white man with so much power who was harassing this beautiful woman. Right. Mm. Like he was technically friends with this woman. But the in the the telling of this story, there was like almost this humor to this behavior of Wein from Weinstein, right? Like, oh, it's so funny. Like this guy, like he's just ridiculous. He's just a nasty old man. Like, no. The the story that he he told he ended up telling me was like it was fucked up. It was something that was catastrophic f- towards his woman's career and pigeonholed her and like ma- and threatened her her success and her livelihood because she- Weinstein wasn't able to get something that he wanted from her. Mm. So like, and and she's privileged in that she you know, was able to reject him in the way that she did. But she also was hurt for it. So, like, with that kind of power, right? Yeah. This happens all the time. And I emphasize my ex telling me this because he's the type of nigga who sits and laughs at these type of things or tries to diminish the, the magnitude of them. Yeah. And that in itself is misogyny, and that in itself is like the rape culture that we talk about. It's right, then that's the problem with you, we with normalizing all the a lot of shit. And I and I wouldn't even check him for the like I didn't see it then. I didn't see that because it, it, no, like, yeah, it was normalized to you too. It was completely normalized. I was like, was... oh, this trifling nasty man, ha ha yeah. ha. But I would have had dinner with him, right? Because he's Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I didn't see the danger in, in his like he's a violent man. This man yeah. is a violent man. So this story was not surprising, you know. Rose McGowan was the was an mm. accuser, yeah. right? Um, Rose McGowan has been dragged for years for, like, her, her hypersexuality. I've always fucked with her because she always pushed boundaries. I don't know if you remember, if y'all grew up in the 90s at all, um, or the 2000s as a teen, um, Rose McGowan showed up to the MTV Video Music Awards, and she had just, like... She had her entire ass out, but she had, like, basically a, door- a dress that, that was up. completely see-through. And you could see her breasts and you could see her ass. And I thought, like, bitch, like, for a white woman to be doing what she was doing in that way. And it was very subtle. It wasn't, like, an overt display of trying to, like, get attention. It was just, like, I'm going to show up to the BMS with my ass out. And that's nothing new now. Like, everyone does it. And it, it was done before her. Oh, okay. I yeah. remember the dress. Yeah. You remember that I dress? It, it was mm-hmm. beautiful. It was a beautiful dress. And, like, she could always was, she was constantly dragged for being basically a hoe. Always, and in an yeah. interesting way that white women knew, usually are protected from. Like Rose McGowan was always subjected to that kind of like judgment because she was weird. She was always a yeah. weird lady. Like she was a
1: Marilyn. She was with Marilyn Manson. She was with Manson.
0: Yeah. Like like yeah, she was always dated these figures that were kind of queerish, you know, or like gender bending or strange. Um, so, and I always fucked with her for that. I thought it was interesting. Um, so it it's terrible. To see that like someone like her was subjected to this and was probably not taken seriously, of course. Yeah. And like, oh, she—it's Rose McGowan, you know—that she just she's that bitch she who gets plastic surgery and is just dying for attention. So she probably did it to get. So you know, in sidebar, yeah. th- this is Well, not so such of a sidebar, but I guess this is because someone else said
1: something about. Like basically along the lines, if you don't want to get sexually abused or harassed, then you should dress more respectably or something like that. Someone, another white woman, actually said that, and this is when Gabrielle Union hopped on. Mm. And Gabrielle Union was basically on some like, "Listen, I got raped wearing a tunic and leggings while I was working at a Payless store." So she was, she was basically on some like, "So what the fuck?" Like when the fuck are y'all gonna get that rape isn't about desire and but it's more about just power Power. and control. But um, so anyway, now like I'm just connecting the dots as to where the way one dresses comes into play and why right. someone said it now that you kind of added
0: that context to yeah.
1: it, okay so go ahead continue. right yeah no she's
0: always she's always going to be vilified for yeah expressing her sexuality it will never be that the men who've harmed her will be held accountable in the, in the way that our society looks at these situations and yeah it's disgusting i try to stay offline because when i read people's comments like well you should have you, you like it just makes me so angry because These people just want to just... It's just a way to justify not holding people accountable and not having to take action. No one wants to do anything. What does it mean to prosecute Harvey Weinstein? This man is a billionaire. This man has... So what does it mean to take powerful white men and hold them accountable? Like... And how hard it, is, you know what I mean? That's hard. And the crazy shit is now that some
1: people are maybe taking some action. Like he will still be fine. He'll be
0: he'll be chilling. He, he in his will mansion. be fine. And right, exactly. He'll it, pay minimal the, damages other women who right like nah, you know. Apparently he showed up. I don't know. If, you know. Okay, I'm not sure where I got this source of information from, but <laughs> apparently he showed up to like the board meeting after he was fired from the company um he just showed up anyway like that kind of brazen like yeah. well fuck i still, i made this like i'm going to do yeah. he gets to walk around free his victims who who kids fuck Exactly. So fuck men, right. And so now <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah we we bring this up also fuck men yeah, but we're going to we're going to yeah. get into the white woman now. <laughs>
0: So, oh, we can't leave it there? Okay.
1: <laughs> well, no, because I also want to, because I want to talk a little bit about what happened with Twitter, the women boycott right. Twitter and why right. a lot of women of color was on some, right? I'm not participating right. in that And it's shit.
0: connected. This yeah, it's connected. connected.
1: So yes. so Rose McG- McGowan, I can't say her McGowan. name. McGowan. Mm-hmm. Rose McGowan tweeted some sensitive information in relation to Harvey Weinstein, like maybe a, a phone number or something like that. Mm. So Twitter suspended her account. Mm-hmm. So not now a lot of um white feminists, they jumped on and they were just on some, like, how you gonna how are you going to suspend her account when blah, 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 she did this at all, just stand up for her and let's boycott Twitter for a day. And Christy Teigen, I saw it. Mm. she was the one who actually, who I saw pushed it. And I like Christy Tegan. Christy mm-hmm. Teigen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so women boycott Twitter, a day where women do not tweet, but then women of color pushed it back on that, and they were just like, you know, we're not participating in this because how many times have this happened to women of color and just white Nothing. women do not show up ever for a No us? hashtags created. Right, exactly. So no it, retweets. Yeah, no nothing. So there was... And, and it was something else. It was it was with that, and then it was also also like Donald Trump could tweet whatever the fuck he want. Right. And he good. And it was a couple of situations that happened where other people tweeted certain things, and they got suspended. And even with Azalea Banks, mm-hmm. they get suspended, and white women just always look the other way. They, look, they don't say a thing.
0: Yeah, ever, so... And the Azalea Banks, there's now rumors that the Azalea Banks... Um, incident that happened with between her and Russell Crowe. Um it's coming out that Russell Crowe's in connection with Weinstein and some of these allegations I think. I don't have exactly all my facts on that, but it's coming out that you know, it's starting to show that the character she was claiming russell crow has is is legit like the type of person i mean we but knew that shit, exactly we did I know was, that. Right? know like, but she was, had like, to, so use, she to, use, to use this situation to be like y'all see like i told like what makes you think like that this is the type of person i wouldn't want to spit on right you'd want to spit on this nigga but like you know what i mean but yeah. i'm getting vilified purely for spitting on him for for acting out and not being the black lady that i should have behaved but like I would probably spit on Russell Crowe too. I would probably spit on on Harvey Weinstein. Also, oh, that's too. what happened. So it was a situation. Did she spit on him?
1: Apparently.
0: Oh, oh know, no, he, I, he spit on her. I was about I to say. I think Sorry. he did something to her. He spit yeah. on her, and I think she might have spit back. She did something in retaliation because, of course, it's Azalea Banks. And um, but she basically used that the incident that that has come out that he's in connection with Weinstein in some situation a cover up or like something. She's using that as a way to justify her previous statements that like these niggas just get to get away with people treating me like trash or like you know treating women like trash period and you need to hold them accountable so and which makes us consider like how do you respond to this violence and to this this male violence into this male like you know abuse of power with anything but something that can truly counter you know what i mean so it makes you think more about the things that azalea banks does and i'm not saying like everything she's doing should be used or is justified but it makes me think a lot about like what the proper response is to men in these situations and what the proper response is to like this situation and this culture and it's hard to think of one that doesn't involve violence or like yeah some you know what i'm saying in some way because like who's protecting us ultimately so anyway So
1: I mean, and and that's just you know, and even with um, what's her name, the the correspondent from ESPN, Jamil Jamil Hill, I think Jamil Jamil Hill, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, they suspended her for what she said, and and where were white women then? Where were they? Where were we all? (laughs) Yeah. So white women, and and this is not to say like I don't wish harm on white women, or and I don't want and like. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. But I'm, I'm just trying to explain why I personally won't cape for them. Right. So I, Or why I won't use my platform no, to cape for I'll them. I'll never so. use
0: my platform to cape for white women to, honestly, to really promote. Very few white women will ever, like, be put on my platform in general. But, yeah, I, there's there's no reason for me to do it. I actually spent a lot of time yesterday deleting people. Off my Instagram. Y'all, my whole Instagram is about to change up. I'm about to switch up on y'all hoes. Because I was like, switch it why up am then. I cha- like following one any white woman who has not supported the work that I'm doing or like shown an invested an investment in like building a relationship with me? Like, I find y'all y'all. I'm making a general <laughs> because it generally applies. I find white women to constantly put me in positions of danger or to try and like steal from me or to try and you know i i just don't feel any solid very rarely do i feel any solidarity so i was like i'm not following any white women on here
1: anymore who i don't i don't think i ever care have. about
0: or who don't contribute so anyway i'm white woman cleansing from my life right now unless they prove themselves yeah and, um, so in response to the whole women boycott Twitter
1: thing, there was a wOC affirmation a ha- hashtag w o c affirmation so I was so happy to see that yeah, if any of you actually want to go on Twitter and check that out, it should still be there. so j- just basically spotlights a bunch of women of color who are
0: doing dope yes. things or written dope and some of them are just pure just, affirmations yeah. like you know hashtag WC affirmation because, Black women right. have always had my back or something like right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know that's I mean? right, exactly. Or women there was, of color there was are always there those. doing something. Yeah. So that's dope. I love to see that response because the women boycott Twitter. And there and Rose McGowan, you know, in all that she is a trying to accomplish in exposing Weinstein, also revealed her white feminism because she tweeted oh, yeah. out that – she tweeted out the tweet. I don't know if y'all saw it, um, but basically what she was saying was – I think this is in response to, like, a press conference that happened or something. But, ooh, where did it go? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I the tweet follow. was basically, like... I can find it real yeah, quick. Yeah. I should have I should have screenshot it. But she was basically saying, like, women of... She was like, if you replace the word women... Let me just find it. Right, because I'm just... I'm trying to over here. Y'all... Where the Some fuck? Place the
1: word woman with the N-word. Yes. Or something.
0: Hold on. Hold on, guys, really quickly. You know, you know, sometimes, you know, you just have to like It's so crazy how it's so difficult to find though right now. In a minute, I know. Rose McGowan, and I'm gonna say
1: Alright here. You got okay. It? So she said, she tweeted, This is rich famous Hollywood white male privilege in action. Replace the word women with the N word. How does it feel? Let right. me read that again. This is rich famous Hollywood, white male privilege in action. Replace the word women with the N word. How does it feel? Right.
0: Sorry, so if right. y'all they all think about what that means, what that says, replace right. the word the word women. Replace the word women with the N word. And so, so someone
1: yeah someone just said like hey Rose McGowan. Mc- why can't I say her last name McGowan. McGowan I can't replace the word women with the N word because I and millions more are both. both bitch. This is what we mean by white feminism exactly
0: like white feminism excludes the women of color experience. It basically it 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 denies its existence. Mm. There are women of color women of color right women is does not encompass white womanhood that is not like the identity associated with with the word woman is not whiteness right but in in white patriarchy it surely is so like it makes sense for women of color to not even consider i'm sorry for white women to not consider us when they're considering like their feminism because they don't view black women especially as women like gen the way gender is basically set up it's set up so that white women are the women right they're the they're the idea of what is feminine in term and then black women, especially at the end of the spectrum, are like masculinized or don't have a gender. And,
1: and this, is, this has this been this way since fucking the beginning Forever. of American history, Forever. like where. It like to be a white woman meant to be a lady. To and be a lady, the, the black slave had to women not be slave, a she, yeah. can't, she couldn't be a lady. She had to do everything in her power to make the white woman more of a lady. Exactly, if anything. and to own a slave actually exactly. made your contributed to your whiteness. Your white exactly. Like you weren't fully white unless you owned slaves. Yeah, and shit like you that. You had and, that power, and, and, right?
0: And ladies, which were white women, they weren't. They, they don't lift the finger. They don't do no. a, a B and C. That's the, and that's we're constantly their in service to them, especially the con- the figure of the mammy. Like, Mammy was always right. helping a little white lady. Exactly. And, like, Gone with the Wind is a perfect example of that because we are supposed to be in service to them. Where the Mammy's not really supposed to be sexual, right? Right. She's not supposed to That's really... That's Jezebel. Yeah. <laughs> this is a project that, a that I'm je- working on. Right. <laughs> but go ahead. Right. And even then, like, then your f- your femininity or, like, your womanhood is f- is fractioned off, is sectioned off as this mm. one thing that you can't escape. But generally, like, the Mammy figure is something a lot of black women even today have to play out. In subtle ways, because we're constantly used for our for our emotional labor. We're constantly used to like ch- fix people's moods. You know what I mean? I can't tell you the number of times white people come to me and I have to like reject their friendship or like th- the closeness that they want to have with me because they essentially want to use me for this like fake black woman wisdom right. that I have. They put me on this mm-hmm. pedestal, but then at the same time, it's it's it reduces me. Cause I can't, well, I can't be messy too. What? I'm not a woman. What, 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 Ain't I, I a
1: woman? What, remember when we went to um <laughs> so, to UMass? Damn, mm-hmm. I forgot her name. The artist's Walker. Name. Yeah, Kara Walker. The the she had like this painting, this drawing, and it was just silhouettes. It was just like black and white silhouettes, no features, no nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't distinguish it, but it was it was a black silhouette carrying a white silhouette, and she had like a big poofy dress, and mm-hmm. I was just like, this is exactly what this it was. It. to
0: be a lady. Yeah. Um,
1: and damn, I was going somewhere with that and forgot fuck well but
0: but to yeah. piggyback off that but literally like we carry what we we created white womanhood yeah. like white woman womanhood only came into existence because of its opposite right and its opposite was always the woman of color who is in service to whiteness and in service to this woman so like it, it makes sense that even in 2017 there are white women who exclude us when they think when they say women they're not thinking of black women right how, how can you replace the word women with nigga with nigger like excuse me but how can you when there are white when there are black women so in her mind she probably didn't even think it and it happened before it actually happened at an oscars maybe a year or two ago where um i think it was patricia arquette was like we've we have fought for like for the for the causes of, of people of color now it's time for them to to fight for women wow and people were like bitch
1: first of all when, when when the whole fucking feminist movement started and, and, and grew out of you know what because they allowed like black men were allowed to vote right. But not, right. but women still weren't. So women white women was on some like, oh, these niggas is a lot to vote. Nah, no, I, we, we can get to vote, vote but not black women. But we were but not right. black women. Exactly. Right. When black women were just like, yeah, you right, let's do this together. Exactly. White women were just like, nah, actually, y'all exactly. stay over there because y'all gonna hurt our movement. Exactly. And I, and, and, and this is where like, reproductive labor kind of also stems out of. It's just like, you know what? Let's give all the women of color, like black women, Mexican, whoever the fuck, mm-hmm. any kind of woman of color, let's give them all the jobs and they clean the house and they exactly. take care of the old people and they raise the kids raise while we kids. go out and fight for our rights. Right. Right. So it's and what still- is their what
0: and their rights were I mean not I can't characterize the entire feminist movement as it was just for equal right. pay but it, a lot of it focused on being in basically maintaining the hierarchy but making it so that white women could compete on the level of white men. Yeah. So it it's not it was never feminism. It was never cuz f- f- feminism would have been universal, would have been global, would have been inclusive, it would have been intersectional. So like rejecting it have been rejecting it for years. I don't really I have no solidarity with white women. Solidarity is for white women. They do not include us. Mm. And so the movement fails. If you want feminism to work, if you want the rights of women, then you need to fight for the rights of Black women. What's best for the fight? What's best for the lives of Black women is best for everyone.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you, you find me the facts against and it, it's please impossible to refute. Fucking
1: try to understand intersectional or one-to-one, like yes. understand it because, and then that's the same. The resources that work for white women are not the same resources that exactly. would work for women of color because exactly. being a woman of color, it, it you know, you have to factor in. Race, gender, and class. Exactly. With a whole, you know, so it's just like
0: it's if not I the have same to consider shit. my privilege when I think about. The things that I want to see changed. Right. When I complain about things at Smith, I have to be conscious of the fact that there are women who don't have access to Smith. Right. That There are women who who would view me as privileged as fuck and that my complaining makes no sense to them because they don't even have access to get into the door at Smith. So I constantly have to check where I'm coming from and check that what I'm doing is radical, meaning it's accessible to everyone. So if you're not doing something that's accessible to women of color in your feminism, you're not a feminist. Yo,
1: crazy. One of the things I really want to do especially when I get out of here like I need more women of color at Smith. Yes. Like oh, I need man. to go back to
0: my I'm I'm going back to
1: BMCC yes. and I'm going to be on some like listen, yes. I like women, like we need more black and and Hispanic or whatever, women of color. We need each here. other here. We we do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yeah. Word. Okay, so Yeah that i think was it for the week i think that's it i think that's it men have are giving me a headache yo like that it's just that's why i gotta that's why i can only fuck them every couple of months and when it's good and then just kind of
1: go away like i just i gotta call them when i need them there don't get me wrong like i would i can't wait until i meet a man who i like is worth it being around Mm -hmm. and really like 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 i enjoy his conversation and his dick and he gave me money uh, and and he's smart and he oh I have a crush actually <laughs> wait real quick so I went to go see um one of my professors gave me got me tickets to go to Amherst Cinema mm-hmm. to go watch the documentary Who's the Streets okay. so it's about the protesters in Ferguson okay um
0: oh this is at the the Amherst Theater it's like a yeah a the film Amherst Theater I, thought, yeah. I saw this I saw this yeah. okay
1: so I like I went to go see it and then after like the the co-director I forgot his name Damon something. But um, there was, like, a Q&A with the co-director mm-hmm. after the film was done. Oh, and, you know, shit. everyone was white. And he was just letting all of them have it. <laughs> Good. And even in the beginning, he was just on some, you know, this is going to be hard to watch. So he was just like, you know, if, if you need a moment to step out and, and just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. get away from the film, like, I understand. But he was just like, and that's specifically to the black folks. He was like, you white folks sit there and sit in it. Ah- <laughs>
0: Yo, but the, even towards the
1: end, like the way and when they were just asking him shit, like he was just on something. He was just so frank, and but he was yeah. smart. You could tell he was smart as fuck, and right. then he was just like, "Yeah, you white people." Like, and, and it was just like, like in the moderator, he was a white man too. So I was just like, "Hey, cute, right?" So <laughs> I was, just, you know, anyway, he was cute and shit. He was, sm- like, I think that's what I'm more. I'm outgrowing because I'm, you know... Ooh, let me find I, out. I like, I like my hood niggas. And I still <laughs> okay. like my hood niggas. But now, like, they're they thinking it's too limited for me. Well, the
0: thing is, you can still have the hood I want n- my nigga, hood nigga that I want more. But, or a nigga that exactly. is growing. Because I'm a hood bitch. Exactly. And I'm growing. So exactly. that's what I
1: need. Like, I, exactly. I want a hood nigga that I want more. And that, that like, outside of the bubble. But then, right. at the same time, I, I don't want to blame them because I get the way the system is and, and right. all that type of shit. So it's it's tough, but... Yeah, you know, but I, I, I need you. an articulate thug,
0: nigga. Like, I you know, a, okay, mm. y'all heard it here. Y'all heard it here, okay? <laughs> an articulate thug nigga. <laughs> y'all are out there, too, because I be see y'all. I are see y'all out there. And y'all be was... at them talks and panels and shit. Right. <laughs> Conventions and conferences or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. But anyway, so, yeah, that was really dope. And, um, yeah, he, he was just letting them, um, he was unapologetically black. I love and, unapologetic, black. Yeah, blackness. like answering all the questions, like, well, you know. Yes. And this white woman tried to, him, tried to say something, like, you know, because he was basically on, like, you know what, I did I made the film, and it's not to educate you white people. He was just like, I'm not here to try to educate you white people. It was just on some for my black people, and right. they could feel a sense of unity and, and of this is why we do what He's we like, do. He's like, you can go do that work. Right, and that's like out. exactly what his shit, he was just like, yo, y'all white people did this shit, y'all figure this shit out. Yeah. He, and he
0: was just like that, like yep. talking like regular. Like right. mm. we have work to do in our communities, y'all. I don't know what y'all think this is. Right. So, so yeah. But it was, it was. I have a little, little crush now. Or okay, um, you should probably follow up with an email. And I like, followed you know. him. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm done. Like <laughs> I'm just saying professionally, you could follow up with a little. You know, I appreciate it, I'm working on this and that. Nah, nah, and... I
1: ain't because that that's mm, I don't. I'm just I'm I just follow him and then I'll wait for my moment. and I'll be like, yo, hey. Because I, so I don't want to. I don't like opening things up. Like if I'm not trying to. I mean, I could be on some professional shit with yeah, you too, just but on if some I'm not really trying, me- you know, like I'm networking. not working. I'm not even gonna pretend to. I don't pretend. Oh, like
0: God, Aura is such a schemer. <laughs> power, y'all, power. Chess. She's like, no. The moment will. will, will the will moment come. will arise, and will you know, arise. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like
1: a picture. He's gonna see my like, and he's gonna come on my page. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna. <laughs>
0: Okay. Right. So maybe this is not a professional thing. Anyway, um yeah. <laughs> it could be it could be both, but you know. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. <laughs> Happy Monday. Um, have a
1: good week, y'all. And just fucking, you know,
0: keep fighting a good
1: fight and fucking find a good fight and men are Do whatever trash makes and... you feel good too. Take yes. a break. Don't be easy on yourself. That's one of the things I'm I'm going. Just be easy on yourself. It's all right. Yes. It's all good. Yes. And get your rest. Yeah. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.